0: I want to
1: burn. Oh, I want for you. Only for you. I want for you. Only for you. I just feel like I don't want to rush this moment. And I think even as we've been singing this, there have been thoughts. Or maybe the Lord is pinpointing something in your life that you need to get rid of that he wants to burn. And I just want to give us the opportunity. I want to give us permission this morning to get clean. I, I don't, I, I don't feel the need to call anything out or to to pinpoint anything myself for you, but only, you know, your heart before the Lord. And the lord cares so deeply about your purity he cares so deeply about your heart and so lord i just ask i just want to take maybe 30 to 40 seconds and i just want you to get real before god and say lord search me and know me and see if there's any wicked way in me and ask ask the holy spirit to pinpoint that which needs to be burned out that which needs to be cleansed and purified Oh, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we avail ourselves to you right now. We make ourselves available to you. We want to burn for you. There's freedom happening right now. As the Lord begins to communicate that to you, those things that you need to burn, just say, Lord, I surrender it now. I surrender it now. Come and burn it away. Come and burn away the chaff, burn away the wickedness in me. Search me and know me, God. See if there be any wicked way in me. Burn it away, burn it away, cause you're in all consuming fire. You're in all consuming fire. Oh, we wanna burn for you. We wanna burn, we wanna burn, we wanna burn. We wanna burn. Oh, 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 I wanna be holy as so You're holy. I wanna love like You love. I wanna love like You love. I wanna look like You. I wanna walk like You. I wanna talk like You, Jesus. I wanna be a reflection of Your glory. Oh, oh, oh I
0: wanna be just like You, oh Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I cut my mind constantly
2: breaking. Can have long meals. I try. Yeah.
3: The minute they get long, come in, uh, son.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: You just and it's supposed to You can do that. Uh, long 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 time. Long time.
0: I'm a
2: Is with you. He's going to be in that operating room with you, and he's going to lead the doctor's hands. Don't be afraid. Oh, my love for you, children, my love for you is deep. My love for you is strong. Don't doubt my love. Don't doubt my love. I love you. I love you. I see you. I
0: see you. When you pray, I see you.
2: When you work, I see you. When you're cleaning your house, I see you. When you're shopping, I see you. I see you. I love you. I love
0: you. I love you. Jesus,
2: lift up your hands. Lift up your holy hands unto the Lord. Lift up holy hands unto the Lord and give Him praise. Give me praise. They pray because
0: he's worthy. He's worthy of our praise.
4: Lord God we thank you Heavenly Father for everything that you've given us Lord God Lord each week Lord whenever we take up our offering Lord God we always pray that this would be used to further your word Lord God so this morning Lord I ask Lord God that you'd send us at least one every week Lord God one person here or online Lord God that they're lost they're in fear. They feel like their life is spun out of control, Lord God. A young lady, Lord God, that's pregnant, that she don't know what she's going to do, Lord God. That's hearing what the mainstream media and what her peers and the government and people are telling her to end that life of that young child, Lord God. The people depressed, Lord God, of what's going on, committing suicide, Heavenly Father. <sighs> Put it in their heart, send them this way, Lord God, send them somewhere, Lord God, where that their heart could be reached, Lord God, and that they could accept you into their life, Lord God, and have that hope because everything around us shows that there's no hope, that the government wants control of everything, Lord God, and that you are that hope, Lord God, the life giver, Lord God, that you give us life, eternal life, Lord God. And I just pray for each and every person, Lord, in this world that's contemplating these things, Lord God, alcoholism, drugs, Lord God, to use it as a comfort, Lord God, in their lives, Lord so i'm gonna i'm gonna play a little thing on my phone here i can't show you the video but it's just something that god had put in my heart actually yesterday of some of the things that you know we're dealing with so you might recognize the voice i just want to pray some uh just let you guys you cannot sit
1: back and wait for a savior can't opt out because you don't feel sufficiently inspired by this or that particular candidate this is not a rock concert this is not coachella we don't need a messiah all we need are decent honest hard-working people who are accountable
4: people not god right I mean, that's what we're dealing with. You know, this dark state, whatever's going on in the United States. Um, (laughs) I just, I'm sorry today. I just, it's difficult to, you know, to, (laughs) excuse me today. I'm just, God just touched me this morning. And just the things that are that we're going through you know like I started today the fear the thing that the media is putting through you know I never even knew anything about fake media I never paid attention to these things before and just how crazy how what we're falling for I mean this man get up there and he's so inspired that he says that oh if you're not inspired of these things they're talking about us because of who we're voting for, because we're against abortion, we're against certain things, and compares it to a rock concert? I mean, like, really? Like, to downplay it, that that's the worst God in this, and that they want to brainwash all these young kids that are seeing these things? Young people that, you know, might know God, but they don't have that relationship just to confuse them? I mean, the devil's running rampant. His time is running out. Last week, like I had said to to examine ourselves, when we did our communion last week. I mean that's extremely important because we, one thing we have to be ready because it's coming, and that's not a sad thing, right? It's a good thing you know send us one Lord we want all we can to go to be there to for eternity with him just to worship him no more pain no more sorrow you know with the things going on still you know they're talking civil war I don't know if many of you guys have heard that that if Trump's not to get in now, you know, with all the things going on. There's a lot of people that are talking civil war and you hear the lawsuits. Now the state's filing, you know, in Supreme court and things going on there. Can't have fear in that God's in control. You know, things are going to happen. It's his will, whichever, however it goes, it's going to happen. So we have to have that joy, that peace that he gives us. So I'm going to read a scripture. It's in Isaiah 5, verse 20 through 21. And it just says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, Woe to those who are wise to their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. I mean, we're living it. I'm not a prophet by any means. I'm not trying to be a prophecy or anything like that. But, you know, I just, I mean, look at what's going on around us. You know, being that we're doing good, we're praying for one another. We want things to be, you know, as God has called us to be, how this world should be, that we should have God in it. And we're the deplorables. God is what is good and they want to make it bad that we don't need a Messiah, we don't need a savior. And a lot of the things that's put out there, I mean that's all I see anymore, right? Everything what's what's good now is bad. Because now you're you're a racist, you're hate. You're all these things when you're just trying to speak out your faith and what you believe. They're trying to silence us. And it's the mainstream media. But we can't let that, right? For God's on our side, right? I mean, let's look back in history. When they seek the Lord, they were victorious. And we too will be victorious. So the ushers can go ahead and, and start picking up the offering. Uh, we don't have very much for announcements this month, uh, but we do still have. We have prayer on Wednesdays at six o'clock every Wednesday. We have uh, Christmas on December twenty-fifth. I don't know if any are we all ready for that? Are you guys standing in line for like five hours to get that that uh, blue the blue light special. <laughs> I haven't. I just drive by the store. The other day I drove by when I drop off the other day and I drove by this Walmart just to see what the line is. So I drove. I was like, oh, look, there's no line. And then I turn to the parking lot. Oh, the line's going the other way. Never mind. Like There's still a line. Thank goodness for Amazon. That's all I say. say. Well, Costco's a crazy one, too. Yeah, they'll deliver here in Albuquerque now. So if... Um, we're like a size 2x I'm just saying never mind Um, if we could go ahead and bring the offering up if you could please stretch your hands forward Heavenly Father Lord God we thank you Lord God Lord we just thank you for this offering Lord God and we just pray Lord God that it'll be used Lord God to increase your kingdom Heavenly Father that whatever's needed Lord God That it would be used, Lord God, in your name, Lord God, that we would seek you first, Lord God. And we thank you for everything that you've given us that we've been able to, you know, provide for this church, Lord God. The things that we need, that there are things, Lord God, that we've used for this building, Lord God, to bring your people in and, and inviting them in here, Lord God, to have this place, Lord God. Because without you, Lord God, this would not be possible, Lord God, for us to be here to worship today in this building, Lord God, that you've blessed us. You've blessed us with our pastors, Lord God, with a desire, Lord God. And we just give you thanks and praises this day, Lord God, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. All right, Pastor Lewis.
3: Thank you, Casey. I'm going to read a verse of scripture here and... uh, I'm going to actually invite the praise team back up here, Bob. We're that close. We're that close to breaking through. (laughs) We're that close. The scripture, and, and I have a message, and if I get to it, fine. If I don't, that's okay. But sometimes we just get in too much of a hurry. The Holy Spirit wants to do something, and we get in too much of a hurry. I want to read Psalms 84, verse 10. And it says this for a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. A day in your courts. And we sang that this morning. Amen. A day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. And I just want to, there was a stirring in my spirit throughout the worship. And there was a strong presence of his Spirit here this morning. But you know, a few weeks ago, I preached a message and I titled it The Flesh Versus the Spirit. And I'll never forget Janet gave us a description. The way it is, if you can envision this, the flesh looks like a sumo wrestler, and the spirit looks like the, one of those stick men. It should be the opposite. The spirit should be like the sumo wrestler and the flesh should be like the stick man. Now I wanna present to you this morning, friends. When Moses stood before the burning bush, what did he experience? When God told him, remove your sandals, because the ground that you're standing on is holy ground. I want you to put yourself in his place, Moses. And you're in front of a burning bush that is not consumed by the fire. And he speaks to you and he says, remove your sandals because the ground that you're standing on is holy ground. Now I want to present to you as well, Moses The tabernacle, and prior to the tabernacle, he he had what was called the tent of meetings. And the glory of God would come and would be right over the tent. Moses would go inside, and I preached this just a few weeks ago as well. I used this in my message. Moses would go inside where the presence of God was at. And he had... An experience God would speak to him. Now, this one time uh, Moses is in there, but Joshua is in there as well. Moses comes out, but I want you I want you to just think for a while. While Moses is in there, he's in there in the flesh. What is he experiencing while he's in the presence of God? While he's speaking with God what what is it that is going on with and and Joshua's uh, Joshua's in there with him what what are they experiencing there while, while they're in the presence of God? Just just think about that for a moment. What is going on in that tent of meetings? I will guarantee you that part of what Moses took into that tent was, the frustration with the people that he had led out of Egypt. The bickering and the complaining and the murmuring, that was probably what he brought into that, and that's probably the conversation he was having with God. But I will guarantee you that when the presence took over, the last thing on his mind was all the people that he led out of Egypt. And all he could think of, all he could think of was, holy, holy, holy Is Lord God Almighty. Now Moses comes out, but Joshua, he didn't want to come out. You know why? He enjoyed being in the presence of God. You know what we're missing today in our churches? It's the presence of God. And when we walk in here, yes, the flesh is talking to us. And we have to put the flesh aside and let the spirit and let there be a a stirring within our spirit. And it's our spirit that communes with his spirit. David has conquered or has has gone back for the for the Ark of the Covenant. They're bringing it back. You know what he did before they went out together? You know what he did? He put a team of worshipers together. You know why? Because it was that team of worshipers that brought in, that led in the tabernacle. And again, what does the tabernacle represent? It represents the presence of God. So worship, worship came right before that Ark of the Covenant. And you can imagine what these worshipers were like. They're crying out, we're leading the presence of God and they're crying out, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. We're going to wait for just a moment because I am not going to miss out this morning. I'm not going to miss out. And I want you to join with me. I want you because you know what made up the the team of worshipers. were those that had no problem raising their hands, those that had no problem crying out, Holy, holy is the Lord God. And some of you may say, but pastor, I don't have that in me. I'm not one of those that, well, you know what? That's the flesh talking to you. Let the spirit rise up. Let the stern of your spirit cry out to God. And I'll tell you what, at that moment, you will begin to cry out. And it doesn't matter who's sitting next to you or who's in front of you, who's behind you. You just begin to cry out to God and you just start saying, Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Friends, what we need here is a stirring of the Holy Spirit that he's here already. But we need a stirring of our own spirit to begin to cry out to him and just say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. I want him to sing that song all, all over again. Just very real, real softly. And I want you to stand. I want you to stand. And I want you to put everything aside. Put everything aside. Just lift those hands up to God and let your spirit begin to commune with God and if all you can say is holy 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 is the Lamb of God then that's all you say but the Spirit of God is in this place he wants to be recognized he wants to be glorified he wants to be exalted hallelujah that's what we're gonna do right now that's what we're gonna do hallelujah begin to just sing it out to him Sing it out to Him. I want every hand lifted up. Every hand lifted up. And with every ounce of energy, with every breath within your lungs, just cry out to God and say, Holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy Spirit, you're invo- you're, you're welcome here. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. I'm okay. okay. you like to come up to this altar. Come ahead. Come up here. Come up here. Just begin to worship Him. Hallelujah. You're welcome to come up here. Hallelujah. Let's put the devil in this place. Let's put the devil in this place. God deserves all the glory. God deserves all the glory. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. You're welcome here, Holy Spirit.
0: Come on, people! Come on up here!
3: Come on up here! And let's begin to stir up the spirit. And let's begin to put Satan where he belongs in the lands under our feet. Hallelujah! 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 Oh, we glorify you! We glorify you, sweet spirit! We glorify you, sweet spirit! Oh, yes, yes! Just cry out to God. That's what He wants. Yes. Oh, don't be ashamed this morning. Raise your voices to God. Lift your spirit to God. You're having that burning bush moment right now. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Come on. This morning, we're going to give them our best. We're going to give them our best. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. morning. and If you know of someone personally that has had the COVID or right now is struggling with that COVID, I want you to come up here. We're going to join hands. My ex son-in-law just got through it and he got pneumonia out of it and he's having a hard time. The drummer over at Legacy was on a ventilator for 18 days and he passed away this morning. But if you're here this morning, you know of someone that is struggling with this? Satan, he's a liar. He's a liar. And we need to put Satan where he belongs. He belongs under our feet. And we need to join together with this army from God and declare and decree that those that are going through this COVID, they're going to survive it. Hallelujah. 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 Just stretch forth your hands towards these right now. Father, in Jesus' name, I stand with Martha. And God, those that she knows of that are struggling with this, God, you're the healer. And you're going to bring them through this, Father. We pray right now, God. God, send forth your healing virtues. Send forth, God, your healing power. And God, touch these right now in Jesus' name. Father, I stand with Ramona right now. And Lord, those those that are struggling with this virus, God, they're going to get through it because you, your promise, says yea and amen father i stand with kenneth and with becky this morning god and lord those that they know of god we declare right now they're gonna come through it father you're gonna heal them they're healed in jesus name Father, I stand with Rola, with, with Natasha, with, with Joyce right now. And Father, those that they know of, God, they're going to pull through it because you're with them. Your healing power is there and you're going to bring them out of it. God, without any without any complications, God, in Jesus' name. Father, I stand with, with, with Margaret, with, 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 with Tina right now. And Lord, those that they know of, God, they're, you're going to You're gonna minister to them your, your healing power. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And those of you that are up here, I want you to say this. God said out loud. God, whatever Abraham experienced in that tent, whatever Joshua experienced in that tent. I want it right now. I want you fall fresh upon me. Holy Spirit, I call upon you, fall fresh on us. Fall fresh in us, Holy Spirit. Fall fresh in us, Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit and fall fresh in us. Come Holy Spirit and fall fresh in us. Come Holy Spirit and fall, fall fresh in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, those of you that are up here, those of you that are up here, I want you to join with me right now. We have half the congregation because there's many that are out there that are afraid to come, and I respect that. But I want you to join with me as we pray for them. Father, in Jesus' name, we pray for those that are not here. They have chose to stay home. And God, we totally understand. God, we pray that they will not fall away from you. And we pray that they would be strengthened. God, a desire to pray, to read. God, to stand with each other. And so, God, I pray for those that are listening, uh, live streaming right now. I pray that they will receive. Receive, Father, what that we are receiving here this morning. Holy Spirit, you are there with them. So we trust right now that they're going to experience what what, what, what Moses experienced, what, what, what Joshua experienced. God in their homes right now. Right now, Father. You're going to minister to them. And we thank you. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I want you to stretch forth your hands towards a praise team right now. Father, I lift up Linda, Maxine, Margaret, Marianne. I lift up Bob. God, I pray, here are the ones that lead us into your presence. Here are the ones that are sensitive to your voice. God, I pray for a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing upon them. I pray for Natasha, I pray for Ralph. I pray a fresh anointing upon those who will lead us into your presence. God, I thank you for them. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's just be real quiet, Bob. Just real quiet in the presence of God. Let's just wait for a moment in His presence right now. Marianne, thank you so much for your obedience. Thank you for being obedient to the Holy Spirit. But let's just listen real well, quietly here. Hallelujah. Oh. <sighs>
0: Hallelujah.
3: Holy Spirit, you're here. You're here. And anytime you show up, you show up with a purpose. We're going to sit quietly, we're going to stand quietly. And Holy Spirit, if you have one thing you want to say to us right now, we ask speak. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus.
3: I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge. He's my fortress and in him, I will trust. I want you to say that he's my fortress. He's my, hallelujah, he's my refuge. He's my shield. In him, I put my trust. Said again, He's my fortress, my refuge, and my shield. In Him I will trust. Hallelujah. Now we're going to sing that chorus, I Exalt Thee. And we'll move on with the service. But just sing it to Him. He's the one that we exalt. Hallelujah. Just sing it from the bottom of your heart. With every ounce of energy that you have. And let your spirit come in union with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. exalted this morning. Hallelujah. If you could just finish that off with a clap offering for God. Hallelujah. He's worthy of all praise. Amen. Worthy of all praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You may return to your seats. You guys can stay up here. Stay up here if you'd like. Uh, You can find a place there to sit. I, I want you to do one more song when I'm done here. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and just yell at them. God is good. (laughs) And all the time. God is good. Amen. Amen. Well, I will try to get through this message this morning. Oh, man. Better is one day in the courts than a thousand elsewhere. Amen. Better is one day here than in line at Walmart or Costco, wherever you're at. Hallelujah. Teresa and I took a drive yesterday. We went uh, down south. And on the way back, we thought, well, you know what? She had some shopping to do. And we thought, you know what? Let's stop in Socorro at the Walmart. Surely there's no line there. And we stopped at Socorro, and sure enough, there was a line. Uh, just as long. So as we're driving back north, uh, we stopped at Las Lunas and said, "Surely there's no line there," and uh, drove to Las Lunas, and uh, the line was just as big. Um, then of course uh, we drove to the one at the South Valley here, and it was just ridiculous. So at that moment we decided to uh, decided to uh, give that up. Need <clears throat> to buy some stuff, so we stopped at Albertsons, and. Uh, well, there was about four or five in line, and we thought, well, we can stand four or five. That's, that's not a problem. And so um, they were moving in quite f- uh, fast, and uh, we got to the door, and there was a, a couple in front of us, and then Teresa and I behind. And the little girl that was opening the door and keeping count, she disappeared. And uh, we could see people coming out, and there was at least 10, 15 people came out, but she wasn't letting anybody in. And so you can imagine how you start getting just a little frustrated. And um, I have no idea where this little girl went. And, um, of course, a couple in front of us are getting a little upset over the fact that people are coming out, but they're not letting anybody in. And um, so th- this is what's happening today is uh, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a believer or not, we're all involved in this idea of uh, what's what's going on. Why are they letting people, not letting people in and letting, and. Um, people are coming out. And uh, of course, at, at some point, um, my frustration got a little loud. And uh, I said, of course, uh, well, there's plenty of people coming out. Where's that little girl at? <laughs> and so. Uh, needless to say that uh, I was the one that enticed a little bit of uh, <laughs> uh, anger in that little line there, and so next thing she shows up, and and I really, I really felt like saying something to her, and I says, you know what, just just leave it alone, just leave her alone, and so I I didn't say anything after that, but uh, uh, I, I think anybody that stands in line, the 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 frustration starts to grow up, uh, and and it, um, it it begins to rob us of um, well certain things that. Um, God has provided for us. And I want to talk about one of those things here this morning. Hallelujah. Now, I will say this that, um, oh, I'll probably choke on that. Somebody have to come up here and give me, do the Heimlich. Heimlich. That wouldn't look pretty either, so especially online. Can you imagine the pastor choking and somebody comes here and. (laughs) <laughs> oh my guys, I want you to know that I love, I love to be in pres- the presence of God. I really do. I enjoy it. And there's times that, um, um in my office during the week, I, I just can really just, uh, lose myself in God's presence. Um, and then there's times that, uh, I, I choose to do that and things, um, I, I get too busy. Um, but, um, I really think that's what we're missing in our church today is, is the Holy Spirit moving and the presence of God. Um, and, and we do our best, but sometimes <clears throat> we, just, we just stop short of uh, the Holy Spirit showing up and, and doing something. But I want to say before I get into this message, and I'll go through it quickly, I've got a ton of scriptures that I want to go through, and hopefully these verses of scripture will encourage you um, in the lines that I will be speaking this morning. But I want to say that there's no doubt this year's different. The shopping's been different. The hustle and the bustle's not there. Um, it's, just, it's just totally different. And of course, the family gatherings is probably gonna be probably going to be different. Now next week, uh, Teresa and Marianne, Joyce, I believe, they're, they're working with the kids and uh, uh, they're gonna present a little program with the kids that they have. And uh, I think you'll enjoy this. Unfortunately, this year we can't say, invite your family, invite your friends. <clears throat> we have to kind of stay at a limited amount of, of people that we have. Um, however, if you do show, uh, invite them, and if they show up, that that's great also, um, so I'm not going to keep you from um, inviting uh, friends and, and family, um, so they'll be doing this next week, and so be sure that you don't miss out on that, and of course, you know, the, the, the program deals with uh, the, the birthday of Jesus, and so I just want to make, uh, mention that Many of us know that, that December 25th is not the actual birth date of, of Jesus. Okay, uh, but we're not going to make a big old deal about it. We're not going to, because if you think about it, this is this is the month. Again, whether you're a believer or not, even the unbelievers. Uh, recognize the birth of Jesus during this time, and so we're going to take what we can from these unbelievers to uh, to, to recognize it and, and trust that even during this time, uh, that the Lord is able to minister to them, and not point out, "Hey guys, this is not my birthday." More importantly, I came for a reason, and I came so that I can uh, provide uh, eternal life for for everybody. Uh, So although that many of us know that that's not his actual birth date, uh, we still celebrate it. Many uh, uh, of you will be celebrating this month uh, as as his birth and uh, Christmas. You'll be be, uh, exchanging gifts. Uh, The the Christmas tree is up in many homes. The lights are up in many homes. And uh, I I personally, I'm not going to be critical of that. Uh, enjoy the season. Enjoy the season. But I think what's most important is not the tree, it's not the lights, it's not the exchanging of the gifts, it's Jesus Christ himself. That's the most important part of it. And I think that the world is recognizing, and I should say the United States of America, that the unbelievers, they they recognize that. And so this is a time to be able to to minister to to the families. and, and and to let them know that <clears throat> he is the greatest gift. He's a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, and, and so I just wanna I just wanna uh, uh, um, point that out because the verse of scripture that I'll be reading in Isaiah chapter nine. It's a verse of scripture that's read every year around this time. There's some things there that I wanna point out. Uh, and so. Uh, uh, again and this is this is where we're at this is what we do um with the exception of with some churches that refuse to uh honor this and so so be it we'll let them do what they're doing but isaiah chapter 9 uh and verse uh, verse 6 says for unto us a child is born Unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. Let me just stop there for a moment. The government will be upon his shoulder. That has not been fulfilled. That will be be fulfilled when during the millennium. That will be fulfilled when when Jesus comes back and we come back with him. The government is going to be upon his shoulders. And can you imagine what that government is going to look like? Nothing like what we have today, friends, because I'll tell you what. He's a just God. He does everything perfect. And so there will be no elections, there will be nothing rigged. It's just going to be the government that he brings in, and it's all going to be governed the way he chooses to. And so that government is going to be upon his shoulders. And I'm looking forward to the time when we come back with him, and we're going to rule and reign with him, because that government is going to be upon his shoulders. And this is what the scripture says. And then it says, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Hallelujah. Well, how many of you can attest to this morning that he's been wonderful to you in so many ways? Amen. I think we all can. His name should be Counselor. And how many times have you sought out a counselor, and to know that he's the best counselor that you can ever uh, go to and get the best advice that you can ever get? Uh, we we have a lot of counselors. Uh, I've counseled a lot of people, uh, and, and in my counseling, I always ask for God's wisdom in counseling. But it says here, He's the counselor. Hallelujah! And if you find yourself having some terrible times. Go to him as his your counselor, and and he will give you advice. He will he'll speak to you through his word. He'll speak through to you through his Holy Spirit, uh, and and so he he's he's a counselor. He's mighty God, and I think all of us can attest to the fact that he is a mighty God, friends. If he's able to deliver the Israelites out of Egypt and have them cross over the Red Sea on dry land, and then when they cross over, the uh, Egyptian army is swallowed up by the sea. You can imagine, friends. If he's able to go to uh, a Lazarus tomb and call him out and say Lazarus come forth and what comes out of the tomb is Lazarus all wrapped up but he came out so he's able to raise the dead amen and as Marianne said this morning this COVID is nothing to God hallelujah why because he's mighty hallelujah he's mighty God hallelujah you know last night I don't know for what reason I'm laying there and I'm, you know, uh, uh, surfing through the channels there. And I went to, to channel nine, I think it was, and there was a boxing, uh, match and, uh, these two guys. And of course they're, they're introducing them. And, uh, so as they're introducing them and they give them, they give their records. And, uh, as they're introducing, them, of course, they're just, you know, really flexing their muscles and just walking around like I'm the best, I'm the best. And, um, and so uh, I, I don't know who was the challenger, uh, but this the, the second guy that was um, announced. Uh, he comes up and he's just uh, uh, same thing, flexing his muscles, and and he's you know letting that guy know I'm the best here. And uh, so the, the the bell rings, and uh, so they go at it. And this one guy, I mean, he didn't stop. I mean, he just and and his record was 15 and 0, and all 15 were were knockouts in the first round. In the first round, can you imagine that? And so they went at him, and and this guy that had that record, he just went after him, and within two minutes, he had the other guy on the ground. If you can imagine, the guy on the ground is the devil, and the other guy is God. God. (laughs) In the first round, (laughs) he's got the devil on the ground, and he's got him begging for mercy. Hallelujah. This is how mighty our God is. And friends, we need to see him that way. He's mighty. Whatever it is that you're facing in your life, you need to understand that greater is he that is in you. Hallelujah. Than anything else that is trying to bring you down. And so we serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. I won't take long, guys. Get comfortable. And then it says, then it says, where am I? uh, Counselor, mighty God, everlasting father. And then the last one is prince of peace. He's the prince of peace. And that's where I want to go with this. And I want to uh, give you some scriptures because uh, I I want us to recognize the kind of peace that he is and the kind of peace that he brings into our lives. Because if you think about it, with all the news that are going on out there, gosh, we, we don't know which way to turn. We don't know who to trust. We don't know what to do and what to think about certain things. And I think that we need to recognize that the scripture very clearly speaks of that Prince of Peace. I'm going to go to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And let me start reading with... um, let me start with verse 11. For there is born to you this day the, in, the, in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you, you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So if you can just imagine, go back, what is it, 2,000, well over 2,000 years, okay? This is what's going on. This is what's happening. This is what's being fulfilled here, and suddenly it says there was with an angel, with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying. Let me let me go back a little further. Okay, let's go to verse eight. I'm sorry. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. The glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. So, if you can imagine these shepherds, they're out in the field out there, just tending to their, to their flock there, taking care of it. And then this angel appears. Okay. Guys, I want you to know that this is not a fairy tale, <laughs> this is real. It happened. It happened over 2,000 years ago, okay, uh, where all this is going on. Uh, again, for those of you that have not been to Jerusalem, to Israel, uh, I can picture those fields out there. I can picture those shepherds out there. They're just tending to their flock, and an angel appears. I don't know if any of you have ever had an, an angel appear to you. Uh, if you have, you probably know what they experienced. If you haven't, we have no clue. Uh, I know that I've had different times times where God has gotten my attention certain ways, tapping me in the shoulder, nobody's there, certain things. Uh, whether it was God or an angel, nonetheless, it was God getting my attention. So I've had some experiences like that. Okay, uh, And so these, these, these shepherds are out there, and while they're out there, this angel appears to them. So what are these guys thinking? And look at the words, look, look at what they say to the what the angel says to them. He says, don't be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. I want you to know during that time, during that time, the, and, and it seems like from that time on and even prior to that and through all these years and even today, it seems like the, the, the common theme is, um, the economy was horrible. <laughs> the economy was horrible okay, the leadership, there was problems in the leadership, okay, there was problems with government, there's, there, there's problems there, and so uh, here he's uh, talking about the, the fact that the baby uh, that's being born is talking about Jesus, and so this is what they're experiencing during that time, okay, I know that all of us, all of us, in our lifetime here, we've had some good times, and we've had some bad times, Okay, we can say probably the last three years the economy was great, but even with the economy being great, we still struggle with financially. We struggle not only with finances; we struggle with with family. We struggle with jobs. We struggle. So it seems like it. it seems like while we we're here on there's, there's there's always something that we have to struggle about. Okay, and so here the angels are out there; they're taking care of their, of their flock. Uh, the, the the things that are going on were not the greatest. But God sends his son, okay? Now, again, we look to certain people to help us, to rescue us. There's only one person that can really rescue us is Jesus Christ, is God himself. He's the only one that can rescue us. If you're having financial problems, you can go to a loan company or you can go to the bank and they're going to loan you some money. They're going to, uh, you know, uh, carry your mortgage. But it's always with a uh, percentage that you're going to pay back more than what you actually pay for a house. And so, I, of course, you're thinking, OK, everything's under control. Good. I make my monthly payments. The bottom, uh, the, 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 the thing is that th- there's always things in our lives that are that are pulling at us. OK. Sometimes it's family, sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's even the church. So there's always something pulling at us, okay? And these guys are doing the same thing. There's something there. Now the shepherds were the lowest class of people then, and look where the angels appear. It appears not to the governor or to the king or whatever. He appears to these lowest class of, because that's what Jesus does. He came to serve, not to be served, amen? That's who he is. And so we see here that it says then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Behold, I bring you good news, uh, good tidings of great joy, which will be to all the people. If you think back to all of our presidents, and it seems like their their, their, their platform is always, I'm going to bring you good tidings. I'm going I'm to take care of you, okay? And we put our trust in that, and only to find out that even they can't, they can't do what God is able to do. Amen? For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill, Toward all men, and so you know, it's not—it's not enough that this angel appears, but now there's a multitude, and they're—they're just—they're just shouting out, uh, uh, "Glory to God in the highest, on the earth, peace, goodwill toward men." These guys have no clue what's going on, but they—well, let's read a little further. They say—they say, "So it was when the angel had." Uh, gone away for, from them uh, into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that, this, that has come to pass, which the Lord has made uh, known to us. And so this all played out, okay? The angel saying, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Wouldn't we love to experience that all over again? And I think that a lot of us do. At certain points, I think a lot of us experience that goodwill towards man or that peace on earth, but it's limited our minds, our bodies sometimes can 't really focus in and, and, and grasp everything that God has for us because because so many times we 're led by we 're led by circumstances we 're led by the things that we hear and the things that we see and and we let those things bring us down now it is a true fact that in just the last nine months, especially more so in the last couple of months, that the suicide rate has gone up, okay? The suicide rate is going up because, because of the circumstances that we're living under today. And it's almost impossible, uh, the way that we were created, to be able to live in under those conditions, and many of us are finding it very, very hard, okay? Whether we want to admit it or not, and I, I, I won't, I'm I not ashamed to admit that I have a hard time many times at home knowing that I can't go here or I can't go there. I can't do what I used to do last year without all these restrictions. And so it has a way of weighing on me. And if I let it, it has a way of robbing me of my peace and taking my joy from me. Okay, now, let's face it. Prior to this year, uh, all these other years, December is probably one of the hardest months for most people. And I'll tell you why. See, growing up, growing up, I think I got one gift and that was it. There was nine of us and I'm sure my parents couldn't afford a whole lot. And, uh, you know, I, I remember one of my gifts was a basketball but it wasn't a Spalding or it was a rubber basketball (laughs) playing. So, uh, but it it, it wasn't, it wasn't a a, uh, name brand basketball, but I loved it. Uh, I remember one year, and I guess the, my dad was doing really well at that time. I don't know. Uh, but I remember that whoever wrapped it, I could see right through it. And there was a, a an, an airplane that ran on gas. And he was, I never started the thing. And so, but anyway, I looked at it and said, like, wow. And so, but we got one gift. That was it. And uh, that was year after year. And, and honestly, if I think about it, I never complained about that. That's the way life was. Life was simple. You know, we didn't go and pay $60, $70 for a Christmas tree. We just went out to the woods and cut one up. It, was, it wasn't it was a Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown t- uh, Christmas tree, but it was a decent tree. We put it up. And uh, so life was very simple, okay? We'd have our posole, our menudo, our tamales, and, uh, you know, Christmas Eve. Life was very simple. But through the years, we've made it very difficult because now, it's not this idea of just getting them a very simple gift. Now it's the idea that we have to get name brands. Most people will pay well over two, dollars $3,000 during the month of December to buy gifts. And that is just very hard on the pocketbook. And so this is actually a time where many people fall into a depression because they feel that they want to get their, 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 their kids, their grandkids, or whatever, they want to get them the best gift possible. But in some cases, they can't afford it. And in some cases, they put themselves in a financial bind just to get through the season. And we forget. See, see we begin to lose that peace. We, we begin to lose that, that, that joy. And we forget that what really matters, what happened 3,000 years ago to these sheep is that Jesus Christ was born? That's all that matters. That's all that should matter. Now this year, it's been so much harder for all of us. And uh, in the back of our minds, we have we have the 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 um, the stories, and uh, we we have the. Um, Everyone talking about what, what, what's happening with. with um, I mean, you just turn the news on, and um, it's very disappointing, very discouraging what the, what's on the news anymore. I, I thought about this morning as I was driving to church the word integrity, it's gone. It's gone, the word integrity. I think about, I think about uh, the, the disciples were busy tending and, and they say, wait a minute, wait a minute. There was some complaining and, and I'd have to go there and read it, but someone says, look, choose, choose some men. And one of the requirements of choosing men was, choose, choose some men that are of what? of a good, good reputation." See, these are key words that are so important in our church and in our world today: integrity and a good reputation. And we're losing these things. And you know what? we're losing it? Because, because we get so caught up, we lose sight of what happened around this time 2,000 years ago when Jesus was born. And he says there, he says that he's the prince of peace. So we need to get back to the idea of the fact that he is the prince of peace. And as much as we can, not focus so much. I'm telling you right now, these last three months have been tough for all of us. What do we do? And every time that it appears that there's some victories ahead, it collapses. And so where, what, what do we do during this time? We think back to what they said. He's the Prince of Peace. Let me, let me give you some scriptures here, okay? And I'm just going to go through them real quickly, and we're going to finish off with this song. But you don't have to go there. Colossians 1 19 through 24 it pleased the father that in him Jesus all the fullness should dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him whether things on earth or things in heaven having made peace through the blood of his cross so that is how the peace comes into uh, we are enjoying this this piece it's the, he's our peace Jesus Christ is our peace. The one that was born over 2,000 years ago, The one of the shepherds, He is our peace. And we need to remember that. When you leave here today, when you go out and whatever you have to do, remember, He's our peace. And how did He do that? Through His blood. It didn't come cheap. He had to shed His blood, not only for our salvation, but it's through that that, he, that we can say He's our peace. For he himself is our peace. Ephesians 2.14 He himself is our peace. It's our bond of unity and harmony. He has made us both Jew and Gentiles one body. He's broken down. He's destroyed and abolished the hostile dividing wall between us. Over in John 14, 27, listen to this, and I want you to really get a hold of this one. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Did we not hear this that this morning when Marianne uh, spoke out uh, that, that interpretation? She says, let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Fourteen twenty seven. Jesus said, peace I leave with you, peace I give to you. These are things that we need to remind ourselves. This is what I should reminded myself when I'm at Albertsons and that little girl disappears and I'm thinking, she's robbing me of my peace. I should have remembered this, that he's my peace. Not that little girl, not Albertsons, not what we're having to deal with. It's Jesus. And if I can do that, I can maintain a proper attitude while we're out there and people can see that and they can say, why are you so controlled? Why are Pursue, have everything under uh, control there because I can say because Jesus is my peace. I'm not going to let this. Now, granted, I'm not going to put myself in a line that's going to wait for two hours. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. It's easy to lose a, lose sight of that peace. It really is. And if we're all honest with ourselves, I think we've all been there. Okay, don't look at me like, well, wow, Pastor, you have a problem. No, we all have a problem. <laughs> Ephesians 4.13 says that Apostle, the Apostle Paul said, I beseech you to walk worthy of the calling which you were called, endeavoring, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace friends I believe that because we've called on him to be our Lord and Savior we thank him that you know 2,000 years ago he was born and that when he was born and he lived here on earth and he lived that similar life when he gave his life on the cross I think that we need to remind ourselves that, uh, you know, he's, he, he's, he's our peace. But it says endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. I think we need to remind ourselves, friends, hallelujah. You know, there was a huge march in uh, Washington again on Saturday, uh, a pro-Trump uh, march there. And um, they, um, they, they, uh, there was a lot of violence that broke out, okay? Some violence broke out. I didn't see it, but they had a Jericho march around the Capitol, Okay, uh, I did. I did see this. By uh, um, Melissa was able to record it, and I've never seen this before. And for those of you that watched it, if you didn't see it, you need to look it up. There was a certain rabbi, I believe, that was there, and he blew the shofar. Not one. He blew two. He blew two. It was amazing. What happened there when he blew that shofar? Hallelujah. There's a lot that is going out there. There's, trying to entice violence. Uh, you know, these, these protests, and and I think that we could, we could do something like that and just be very, very uh, controlled and just let people know that where we stand. But friends, when you're out there and these people begin to entice that, it's easy to get involved in all of this. It really is, and we need to be real careful. But it says endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in bond of uh, uh, peace. Let me go through this. In other words, peace, so so despite the news and loss, peace is not only available, it's possible. Second Thessalonians, may the Lord peace himself give you peace always in every way the Lord be with you friends I hope that you're getting this I hope that when you leave here and I hope that whatever it is that you have between now and uh, December 25th that when you find yourself whether it be at home and you're watching whatever it is that you're watching that's trying to suck that peace out of you remind yourself get into the word and let that peace of God lift you up and encourage you Friends, we are in this. We're in this for a while, okay? It's not going to go away come 2021. And so what are we going to do? As things get worse, we've got to maintain this idea that God is our peace. Again, he said it to those angels when they were born, when he was born uh, 2,000 years ago, and he said he is what? He's the prince of peace. Make him, make Jesus Christ the prince of uh, peace in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 54, 10. just a few more and I'll finish here. For the mountains may depart and the hills be removed, but the steadfast love shall not depart from you. My covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. It's a covenant. It's a contract that he has with us, okay? It's nothing something that goes away. He's 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 covenanted that with us. And if the word says that his promises are yea and amen, guess what? When you find yourself frustrated, when you find yourself discouraged, and uh, I, I believe it, when Marianne was giving that out, she, she was talking about there, there's a lot of discouragement. And you know what? I sense that in the body today. There is a lot of discouragement. And I think we, we, we get discouraged because we lose uh, sight of the fact that, that he's, he's our peace. He's the only one that can help us. Hallelujah. John 16, 33, I have, I have said these things to you, that in me uh, you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Let me go through these real quickly. What is the difference between peace that Jesus gives and the peace that the world gives? The world's peace is temporal. Jesus' peace is eternal. The world's peace relies on the power of self. Remember, remember, how many remember Robin Williams? Mark and Mindy, (laughs) I don't know what others. He committed suicide. He had a very, very successful life had the money, had the fame, but it wasn't enough. He didn't have peace within himself. And so what does that say? You can have the biggest bank account and be miserable. You can drive one of the fanciest cars and be miserable. Hallelujah. This is what the world, you can have, you can have the greatest job and move up the ladder, and be a, a CEO, or a COO, or whatever all these OOs are, and and and, uh, and, and be on the, on the top of it, and still be miserable. Why? Because God, Jesus, the son, the, the, the one that was born, he's the only one that can bring peace into our lives. Again, don't forget that. Friends, if you walk into a house, and there's nothing underneath the tree, no, no president, you're oh, poor us, poor us, poor us. No, don't worry about that. He's the one that Satisfies every need, every need in our, in our lives. Hallelujah. If you're driving around in a jalopy, <laughs> praise God for it. Praise God for it. You know, if you're driving a Pinto, <laughs> they don't even make the Pinto anymore. <laughs> yeah. If you're driving a, a Vega or something like that, don't worry about it, okay? Don't let that rob you of your peace. And don't drive by, you know, uh, a, a dealership and say, wow, look at that. Man, I wish, especially with these new cars. Can you imagine? I, I don't know if, if Kenneth has even driven one of these, Kenneth, these self-driving cars. I would never put myself in a self-driving car. No way, no way. But they show this new Cadillac, I think it is, or maybe it's a Land Rover or something, on television, and you're watching it, and all of a sudden he takes his hands off, and that thing's driving itself. Like, oh, no way I would do that. But can you imagine having one of those? You know, I'm happy with what I have. Praise God. This this world's idea of peace, you know, it, it relies on power of self. Jesus' peace relies on Jesus. The world's peace strives to find purpose in suffering. Jesus' peace is a free, a free gift in the midst of suffering. And so, friends, I simply want to say this morning to you. Don't let the season bring you down. Don't let our government bring you down. Don't let the elections bring you down. Don't let the latest uh, decision that the Supreme Court bring you down, okay? They were supposed to hear a, a case on abortion in Mississippi. Okay, to ban abortions. The Supreme Court decided, eh, we're not gonna listen to it. We'll wait till next year. Something that needed to be heard of. Okay. You read these things, you see what's going on, and it's it's so easy. But let's keep our eyes focused on Jesus, the little boy, the, 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 the the babe that was born in a manger. He grew up. Okay. He grew up. He lived on this earth. He died. They put him on the cross, they threw him in the tomb, but on the third day he rose, and today he's sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding for every one of us, and so keep our focus on him, let's get through this season, and if you find yourself discouraged, depressed, oppressed, whatever it is, call somebody. Call God, but call somebody if you have to. And let's get through this season together, amen? And let's get through this season together with the joy of the Lord because that's our strength, hallelujah. I've asked Bob to uh, uh, do this song, I Love, I Love, I Love You, Lord. And they're going to do that, and then we'll dismiss. And so as they do that, as they sing it, sing it along with them. But uh, just, just remember, Jesus, he's our peace. He's the only one that can make a difference. He's the only one that can satisfy whatever it is that you're feeling deep down inside. Hallelujah. Let Him. Let Him come to your rescue. Let Him fill you with His Spirit. Let Him lift you up and cause you to walk in a way that pleases Him. So let's sing this song. We'll sing it a couple times, and then we'll dismiss. him this morning. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance and he and he alone will give you his peace. Amen. God bless. Hope to see you on Wednesday. Join us for prayer and I will see you next Sunday. Hallelujah.